0: Welcome to Tashma, the podcast where you get to listen in on Hadar's Beit Midrash. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip. Each week this year, we will hear a Dvar Torah on the weekly Parsha from our Rosh Yeshiva, Rabbi Aviva Richmond. Let's listen. Truma and Tetzava offer a visual landscape of the Mishkan, its structure, its furnishings, and the dress of those who served in it. We also get a sense of the soundscape, or lack thereof. In one scholarly description, this was a, quote, sanctuary of silence. The Torah doesn't indicate that any words were recited in the Mishkan in prayer or in song. In fact, if we picture the Mishkan based on this week's Parsha, the only sound was from the jingling bells on the bottom of the robe worn by the Kohen Gadol. As we will see, the resonant sound of these bells evokes the steady rhythm of the high priest in worship but also carries painful overtones of what is most haunting and unresolved as we try to approach the divine. In an otherwise fairly mundane and detailed description of materials and design, we are suddenly shaken with the message that this clothing design is high stakes. A golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate, all around the hem of the robe, pa'amon zahavirimon, Pa'amon zahavirimon al shulehame'il saviv. Aaron shall wear it while officiating, so that the sound of it is heard when he comes into the sanctuary before God and when he goes out, that he may not die. Close your eyes and imagine being inside the mishkan. There is no sound, except the bells that jingle every time the Kohen Gadol takes a step, as he moves towards and away from an encounter with God. Like the word for bel, pa'amon, the word pa'am also means footsteps in Tanakh. The sound of the mikdash is the steady rhythm of footsteps doing their work to serve God. The sound of these footsteps in the Mishkan carries a message for our own prayer and relationship when we turn to an intertext in Psalms. We make a plea that our footsteps be firmly anchored and that we not misstep. Pa'amai hachen b'imratecha. Make my footsteps firm through your promise, we say to God. Do not let iniquity dominate me. The Kohen Gadol walking through the Kodesh doing his service is a visual representation of exactly this prayer. When we imagine the sound of the bells and footsteps in the Mishkan, we can envision our own footsteps as steady and true, undeterred in our path. This is the nature of prayer in the Mishkan. It is preverbal. Instead of articulating words, we act out presence, putting one foot in front of the other each day, perhaps a kind of praying with our feet. In modern Hebrew, a similar word, "piimot, refers to the beats of a heart. A poem of Yehuda Amichai weaves together these themes of footsteps, heartbeat, and an anchoring space. Amichai writes not about the Mishkan, but about his mother's house. Rather than the footsteps of the kohen gadol, he speaks of his mother's footsteps. Your footsteps on the stairs are always inside me, not approaching and not going away, like a heartbeat. Amichai's heartbeat in this poem is intertwined with the sound of his mother's footsteps on the stairs. The sound of her footsteps is constantly reverberating in his memory. Ironically, these footsteps don't clearly delineate whether she is coming or going, unlike the bells on the Kohen Gadol that are meant to indicate exactly whether he is coming or going. Instead, the memory of footsteps becomes a kind of constant rhythm, indicative of presence, like a heartbeat. It is as though the sound memory of these footsteps keeps Amichai alive. The sound of the bells in the Mishkan in light of this poem conjures the comforting sound of footsteps of people who anchor us and maybe set the rhythm of our own footsteps. Yet, there is a different, haunting reading of the sound of the bells in the Mishkan. It is not just a pleasant musical accompaniment to the Avoda. As we saw in the verse, their sound does nothing less than prevent our own from dying as he approaches God. This is a rude awakening to the terror of the Mishkan, and the risk involved in trying to be in close relationship with God. Whenever we take the risk of entering into close relationship, we expose ourselves. In one commentary, the sound of the bells reverberates with the sound of one of the earliest human failures, exposing our human sin. The Torah to Mima writes, It will be on our own to serve, and its sound will be heard when he enters the sacred. Let this sound come and atone, for the sound of one who kills another by accident. Drawing on the similarity of the word for sound, kol, the sound of the bells reminds us of a different sound that has been resounding loudly since the beginning of humanity and never found resolution. When Cain killed his brother Hevel, the verse says, the sound or the voice of your brother's blood is screaming to me from the earth. This commentary focuses on resolution. The service of the Mishkan brings atonement for that unresolved sin. Yet, by making this intertextual leap, it actually dredges up a part of our story that we might have wanted to forget. The sound of these bells in the sanctuary of silence makes us aware of the loud screaming of all that feels unresolved in our world. There are no words of prayer to hide behind. This is the only prayer in the house of God the silence that echoes loudly and uncomfortably with what we might rather ignore in our persisting human failures. When we try to approach God with honesty and integrity, that is the sound we will inevitably hear. As we go about paving a path for our own footsteps to bring us closer towards God, towards our deepest hopes for the world, these two aspects of the sound of bells in the Mishkan can guide our way. We need a sense of steadiness, and assuredness, perhaps from internalizing the footsteps of others who inspire us, creating our own constant heartbeat as a source of energy in our lives and work. And we need to be ready to be shaken by the haunting sound of lingering faults and failures, whether of ourselves or others, that clash with the vision we want to achieve. If we are ready to listen to both of these sounds, perhaps our own footsteps will bring us all a bit closer to what is truly sacred. Shabbat Shalom. In honor of this theme of footsteps, we'll close with the Milwaukee March by Rav Michal Torski. <speaking in the language>
1: Yamba da dee da dee da, yamba da yamba I dee I dee da. Adam, da yum Yad I die, I die, 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 and I I die, die, and I die, and I die, and I die, and I die,
0: This episode of Tashma was produced by Jeremy Tabak and Sam Greenberg and edited by Evan Feist. I'm your host, Rabbi Avi Killip. It has been a pleasure to learn with you.